I just want to do it so bad now. It's all testing, in it? El Beast on their merry way. Do I need to pay another 50 quid now? Five star. I've had so many. It was so hard. It did not pop. Ten foot. Pop it. So hard. Pop them in. On last week's pod, do you remember we talked about Pottsworth? I think it was right at the very end. Yeah. Wow. Well, like, where do they go off to? Dreamland or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I close my eyes, go off to Dreamland. Well, I went to Dreamland this week. Did you? Yes. And like, do you know what Dreamland is? <laughs> Not a clue. In the coastal UK town of Margate. Oh, yeah. They have a place called Dreamland, and it's basically a, th- a theme park in the middle of the, the town centre. It's got cool. sort of one big roller coaster, a load of old-fashioned rides and different things, ghost train, all that. It's like a permanent fairground. Anyway, I'll talk more about that later. I'll just get on with the podcast anyway. All right, now then, thanks for joining us. This is the VHBBB podcast with me, Van Hemmer, and the Babylon Bell Brothers, Luke and Rich. Hi guys, everyone all right? <gasps> Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are we doing? Yeah, all good, all good. It feels like I've not spoke to you in ages. Yeah, well, I've been on holiday. Mm. You have been away, haven't I you? Have. And I just gave away one of the places I was. I was well, where were you? In Margate. With the Poddington and Peas? No, no. Pottsworth, mate. <laughs> no, Pottsworth. <laughs> Pottsworth and Company went down to Dreamland. Um, yeah, we went down to Kent. The start of the holiday, actually, we went to Liverpool first. I remember I was going to go right. on my birthday. Yeah. That yeah. ended up... <clears throat> my birthday's okay. on a bank holiday. We turn up at the Van Hire place. All the booking in hand, everything. Gate shut. I'm like, oh, man, must not be here. There's a mobile number on the gate saying, ring this, emergency. So I rang. The guy, I've obviously just woke him up. And he's like, what's, what, what? I was like, I've got a booking. I've got this thing. He's like, nah, mate, we're closed on back holidays. I was like, no, I've got literally got a booking here. He's like, it must have been an error on the computer there. <laughs> I was just like, what? I rang up the other day and asked because we basically heard that they did close on back holidays. And I called there just to say you're open on monday and they were like yeah yeah yeah, no problem i was like sam we've got a booking that's cool uh nope no van for us no van shit van hemel vanless and so the birthday liverpool trip cancelled shit the next day hired a van on a lovely normal regular tuesday and we drove up to liverpool didn't get to do the fun exciting things that i'd hoped to do because of time restrictions we had a holiday to get to but we picked up some cool vintage stuff old clothing and bits and bobs that Bryony purchased we drove mm-hmm. all the way back home from liverpool and then we dropped off the hire van and continued onwards in our own car down to kent oh yeah i don't think i've been kent too many times i've been with you guys a few times yeah where yeah. is it in kent We've been because I couldn't remember the name. Ashbourne. Ashbourne was it? Ah, okay. Well, anyway, I went first of all to a place called the Isle of Sheppey. Right. Oh yeah, Sheppers. A little island down in Kent, accessible by bridge. It's not a ferry job or anything, but right. it was very yeah. nice. We stayed. It was an Airbnb that was I describe it as a Teletubby house. Some may say right. Hobbit-like, but it was more Teletubby. I'd say built into the side. And I just like Teletubbies better <laughs> than Lord of the Rings, as you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. More news. But it was really nice, cute, uh, really comfortable, had all everything you needed, and a hot tub, a wood-fired hot tub. Oh, I've seen you in a little tub. Recently you bubbling showed photos of you bubbling. Now it's bubbling now. It had little disco lights in there. But the fact that it's wood-fired has made me really consider, hmm, maybe I could get one of these. You know, loads of people get hot tubs thinking it's all cool. But electricity bills now, it costs you a fortune. <laughs> you watch those pennies. Yeah. Can't wood, be having the hot tub on. You can grow trees. Renewable. Yeah. So, <laughs> potentially, could be on the cards. A lovely little hot tub. Nice. But it was very nice, very relaxing first step of the holiday. And then onwards, we went to our next destination, Margate. Another little coastal town. 
very hip and happening at the moment. I think a lot of cool kids from London are heading down that way yeah. for a bit of sea. Yeah. Uh, reflects in the sort of people you see in the shops that have popped up. Lots of cool boutique places. A very cool market with lots and lots of different street food and bars. So many bars next to each other, all selling the same drinks, but at different prices. You're just like, what? What's going on here? Why would I go to that one? Unless one just gets lots of queues, I suppose. And you're like, I could pay an extra quid, I don't mind. <laughs> we went to the beach quite a bit. Stevie the dog loving the sand. Like this, the sand where Bryony's parents live. They live next to a beach, but he's sort of ne- didn't ever seem that bothered about it. But as soon as we got on the sands of Kent coast, he was going bonkers. Just a different feet. He's on holiday, man. I suppose that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that Kentish sand. <laughs> He was sea, loving it. sea breeze in his ears, just yeah. absolutely loving it. There's one thing that I had when I was away. Top, I mean, I'd say top three, because I don't even know what two and three would be, but just it's in the top three ever pizza that I've had. Ooh, A okay. delicious pepperoni and indusia pizza. Really, really flat, thin mm-hmm. base. Just the sauce on it was amazing. Perfect. Before it, we had dobles fresh dobles and they were amazing too really nice place absolutely uh, snuffling it was called gb pizza like great british oh. pizza and so i was just sort yeah. of i was put off at first thinking that but it said dog friendly so we were like okay we'll go in and they were supplying stevie with like really nice sicilian ham he was oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. no wonder he's enjoying the sand exactly there's an old cinema, like an Empire cinema, that they had done up to make it look in working order on the seafront. The films that were on it were Raiders of the Lost Ark and ooh, something else old from that sort of time period. And yeah. the reason they'd done that is because they were filming a, a Hollywood movie there while we were there. Mm-hmm. So many times streets were blocked off. There was crew everywhere, cameras, equipment all over the whole town. At one point, we got stopped for ages, as in you can't walk here, they're filming just down there, and there's a whole little crowd of people around the corner with their phones out trying to catch a glimpse. And the bunch of guys, security, they were like, yeah, great, you can go down this way now. So we start walking down, and all of a sudden, you hear action down in front of you. People will start walking. There's a massive fire engine, but like a huge tanker one, and it's just spraying water into the air so it's like fake rain and they quickly stopped everything because we were walking right behind them into shot and uh, what are you doing down here it's just like oh we were told we could come down here and it's like no 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 you gotta go back all right reset everything so it's just like, oh bloody hell uh the movie star that we spotted was olivia coleman who is the queen in that crown yeah, show, in that crown show and peep show i met her years and years and years ago probably about 15 years ago in london at an indie club night she was at the bar, I was at the bar. I was like, oh, I like you in Peep Show. And she sort of was drunk and <laughs> walked off. <laughs> but yeah, so got to see some cool movie stuff, which added to the excitement of the holiday. And just, it was nice being down by the sea. Really cool. Especially awesome. with good weather. There's one thing I must nice. ask. At the bottom of the road yeah. we were staying on, there was a big building and it had a huge lit up sign with the letters L-I-D-O. How do you say that word? Do you know what Lido. it is? Lido. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I'd say Lido. Yeah. I think it's Lido as well. But at some points I was thinking, is it Lido? So I ended up just uh-huh. every time we just say Lido, Lido or Lido, Lido. But I'm not sure. I think it's just a swimming pool, isn't it? An outdoor swimming pool? Uh, uh, outdoor swimming pool, yeah. Yeah. Let's go down the Lido. you never been? Mm-hmm. What, down the Lido? Yeah, have you been down the Lido? As kids, I've been down the yeah. Lido. Are you telling Lido? Mm-hmm. Are you telling a Lido? No, tell them no lidos. <laughs> I know there was plans to build a big, massive one near Battersea Power Station Ooh, in London. A big London like a big lido. New... Yeah. Well, anyway, that was pretty much most of the stuff that happened on my holiday. Mm, the nice. movie they were filming, by the way, it was like a mods and rockers one. So there were loads of Lambrettas and old cool cars going around, people dressed in nice suits. Pretty awesome. cool. Pretty oh. cool. Yes. It was Sam Mendes that was directing. Who made oh, those nice cheeky little Mendes. Bond films, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just trying to think there was a few other things when I was away we went to one place Broadstairs it was called and yeah. giant sirens kept going off facing outwards to the sea a boat race and we watched a boat race it was quite good 
like wind, sort of wind boats, right, they had okay, sails, just one guy on it, but not stood up, sat down in a little sailing boat. And while we were watching, there was a guy next to us with loads of fishing rods and we were sort of giving a little cheer on and he caught a fish in front of us and it was a dogfish. And that was wow. cool. Just, you know, held it up, let, let us have a little look. And then all of a sudden he just flung it straight back in with no warning. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, nice one, mate. And he, what was it? He was after something in particular. Not a tuna. Don't know. He was after something big. Shopping for his dinner. Oh, yes. As you would. Big John As West. you would. So, no, what have you boys been up to? So, following on from the pizza... The best oh, one of the top three yeah. pizzas. Have you had one as well? I I have mate, I've had so many. <laughs> so it came on Friday. I got my pizza oven delivered. Oh brilliant. So I spent Friday evening building it. Yeah. And then Saturday cooking loads of pizza. How much do you have to build? What? Uh you build the base and then you have to fit in some batteries and some bits and pieces and just fucking screw it all together, build it, put the chimney and that yeah. on. It was just heavy more than anything, moving it. Okay. Because, like, it's got a massive stone in the bottom of it. And uh, your recipe? Yeah, You've been perfecting it? Uh, I've tried a few uh, a few different doors. I've got some more to try. But I'm just waiting on some, like, uh, live yeast because I've tried quite a few of dried. Okay. But I want some, like, Well, I've seen a photo of something yeast. you created and it looked amazing. <laughs> So, oh. so yeah, it's been they've been getting better and better. Each one, each one. Wow. It doesn't exactly seem like a bad thing to like have to test out. No, <laughs> it's not that. And the fact that like it cook, like you can cook up it all in like just under two minutes. Is the type of pizza you showed in the photo I saw was one of the ones that where the crust is big and puffy and starts to color yeah. change on top, all nice pattern. Is that your yeah, favourite sort of pizza, do. do you think? Uh, so the crust on that, uh, they said, like, leave, like, an inch crust on the outside. But the dough that I had for that one, it proper, like, puffed up way bigger than I was expecting uh, to, so I could have rolled it out further, okay. I reckon. But would you make uh, some little skinny ones as well? Chuck them in two like, minutes? Uh, most of the ones I've been making are, like, little uh, skinny okay. ones. Just that one proper puffed up. Uh -huh. What, um... What's the current pizza count then? How many pizzas have you consumed <laughs> since it's arrived? Uh, so it came on Friday. So Saturday I had two pizzas. Sunday we had two G-breads. Yesterday I had a pizza and at lunch I had a G-bread. So what, hitting on like nine pizzas wow. in three days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Because well, I made loads of dough. I was just like, I just want to test it all. I don't want to like leave it all for ages and then them go off. Oh yeah, LB, it's for scientific purposes, man. You know, you know. Yeah, it's all, it's all testing. Yeah, yeah. These you aren't meals. You, you know, you're just eating it because you've got to. So that was good. Uh, what else have I cooked in it? I cooked a steak in it. Ooh. That was really some steak and like potatoes. Do you and put stuff. it on a, really good. like on a baking tray? And slide it in. Uh, I got like metal cast iron skillets. Uh -huh. Like pans to put in. Sweet. Can you like cook yeah, a loaf man. of bread in there, or is it too hot? You can do. Right, no, you can do bread in there. So yeah. they say like when you cook all your pizzas and stuff, once you turn it off, yeah, like the residual heat within the oven, it stays hot for fucking ages. So you can like that's when you cook breads and stuff. Hot. Just as the temperature's dropping. Ooh. That's pretty cool, man. But yeah, it's it's mega man. So I've it's like a dual fuel oven, so it's gas and wood. Yeah. But I'm just waiting on some wood and stuff to get delivered because I've only tested it with gas so far. Because of its like big and heaviness, is it? Uh, yeah. Is it in a permanent position now already? Yeah, pretty yes. much. I think I'm going to build my patio to be one more row of pavement slabs longer. Okay. It just it is a lot bigger than I was expecting it to be. So, oh. but yeah, man, it's good. Sweet. Sweet. So, loads of cooking outdoors this week. Yeah, man, should be nice. Oof. So. You'll have to come around soon for some PTs. Can he bloody wait? Can't wait. What have you been doing, awesome. Rich? Uh, I've been doing the final push on sorting out my house shit. Ooh. And unfortunately, boys, I definitely left the worst to last. Why, what's that? So I had to sort out the, la the two lofts in my house. And they're quite... Because, because obviously my, my top floor's in the attic. 
Yeah. And so the two lofts are the sort of very eaves, if you like. So mm-hmm. they're not exactly the funnest spaces to be crawling around. <laughs> where they you're are a cruel space. Yeah. And I was very much striking like a sort of Spider-Man pose most of Saturday, in mm-hmm. and out, you know, getting stuff out, trying to figure it. And you know what the loft's like, mate. You think, oh, I'll chuck that in there. Don't <laughs> that now. Like, if I chuck it in the loft, it's gone. Do you know what I mean? It's My just loft is highly organised, I'll have you know. <laughs> well, yeah, mate. I'll talk to you in six years later once you've lived in your house for that time and I tell you there will be stuff in there and mate, honestly some of the boxes I literally flipped the lid open and just flipped it shut and was like it can all go in the bin like oh man what and like it, we took so much stuff to the tip and Holly's car was like literally full to the brim and I'm like as if this has all been in our house and like no qualms, it's all rubbish. Uh, so it's, it's good insulation. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it did feel a little bit colder since I So I got it all away, and then I did a bit of reorganisation, so it's all mm. nice, what the stuff that is still in there, because there is some items that, you know, just are loftable things. Yep, definitely. Tell um, me, when you do move, are you going to do what you did last time and get someone to come in and pack it all up? And yes. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Oh, you, once you've done it, there's no going back. Yeah, man. And f- the, honestly, I, I think it cost me 300 quid when I did that. Yeah. And it was the best 300 quid I've ever spent because they yeah. were taking items like up. You've seen the stairs in my house. They're yeah. pretty <laughs> vertical limit. And they were taking huge frigging wardrobes and cabinets. And, uh, like, yeah, man. 100%. Yeah. Cool. So I spent a lot of my weekend doing that. And obviously, I'm taken out of the loft. I've then got to carry all of those items down to the bottom floor and then spend a lot of time just cutting cardboard up. Just what's in the recycling cardboard. bin? Well, just so that it was flatter to space save on taking it in Holly's car to the tip. Yeah. Um, so I did all of that. And then I went uh, to the Windies for a barbecue on oh, yes. Sunday, Ooh. which was yeah. quite nice in the sunshine. So it was Holly's sister's birthday. So we just went round for food and a bit of... Didn't she have a holiday cancelled or something? Yeah, man. So she oh. was meant to be going away, but... Yeah, the holiday was cancelled. Oh, dear. Due to passports not arriving in time. Oh, bloody passports. Oh, passport backlog. Yeah, the old passport backlog. Yeah, so that, that happened. Um, what else have I been up to oh, in other news? I completed Elden Ring. Oh, amazing. What was your total hour, hour play? 120 hours. 120 <laughs> hours of pure enjoyment in six weeks. Yeah. And Lovely. It, One it of the best fantastic. games you've ever played? Yes. One with, with a bullet Yeah. into the top five. Yes, it's questions. getting that way for me, and I'm probably just over halfway. Yeah. So, and, oof. It was the gift that kept on giving, and every time I thought, I must be close to the end now, like it feels like it's wrapping up. It has this awesome, I don't know how it does it with an open world game, you know, like most games you can see for as far as like your eye can see. This game does a really good job at like, at times, putting you in loads of bushes where you can't see anything, and you come out of a tiny hole, and it's massive again. Yeah. And it just keeps doing it. <laughs> and you and can't like, believe what you see and you're like, as if all of this is here. This is yeah, another whole I, game. Like, do I need to pay another 50 quid now? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> and it got to the point where, like, I was fairly certain I'm, like, maybe three or four hours away from finishing it. Like, you know, like, story was really ramping up. It was giving yep. me lots of explanation as to what's going on. I'm like, shit, I'm nearly finished this. And because I have played, at this point, I've played like 110 hours. I was like, I really don't want to miss anything. Because if I see some, I, I want to watch lots of videos on YouTube about it and find out more about the, the story, essentially. Yeah. I don't want to see somewhere that I've not experienced. Oof. Right? So I thought, okay, 110 hours into a game, I'm going to find a list of all of the different places that you can go. Like the checkpoints or whatever. Yeah, like 
the, just the names of the towns yeah. or something like that so that I can at least go, I've been there, right, I've been there, and just double check. And there was like five places never heard of. <laughs> so I was like, okay, back on the arse. <laughs> Here we go. And I didn't look at what they looked like or like how yeah. to find them per se. So I didn't really spoil anything. I just was so wanted to check everything off. So Harry was like getting excited with me that was nearly done, right? <laughs> and, you know, th- th- when you go to a boss, there's that sort of fog. There's a fog that if you pass through, you're at a boss, right? Yeah. The la- what I thought was the last boss is here, right? There's a fog door. I said to Harry, Harry's, I called Harry down. I was like, dude, I'm going to finish it. He come to watch G me up, be my hype man. And I said, let me just look at the trophies. And there was one trophy for one, for a, one boss. And there was another trophy. And I'm like, oh, God, I've missed the boss. And there is a secret boss somewhere. And I was like, oh, my God, okay, well, we're going to have to go do that, aren't we? So I thought, <laughs> right, okay, right, I know I'm at the end. I'm going to just find out where this one is. I find out where it is. Dude, it was so hard. It, I had secret to play for, like, boss. another six hours trying to friggin' do this with <laughs> Harry just on his <laughs> knees, desperate for me to do it. <laughs> Harry was having to go because it was just taking so... It was so hard. I was like, you this is just ludicrous. And an amazing thing happened that's not happened since me and LB, I think we're in a room together. Oh, yeah. Is in a game, obviously, because Harry's, like, he's 12 little kid coming up with your own names for power-ups and things yeah for power-ups as well yeah or or like attacks and things yeah like me and LP used to put when we used to play Sonic the Hedgehog do you know when you would have the stars around you and go really fast yeah we would call what was that called what was that called to you the magic the magic (laughs) yeah to me and LP it was called go baby (laughs) (laughs) but I had a song that went with mine this is the magic. This, this, this. this. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken. So we had Go Baby and that other little weird purple ball that was like yeah. a shield. Shring. Wong. Yeah, Wong. <laughs> was it? Was it? Yeah. Wong. 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 It's this massive dragon that you've got to fight, right? And he does these like two lasers out of his eyes, a bit like Superman lasers. So that happened. I died to that. Next go, I'm getting through it. He's like, oh my God. And he came up and he's just like to me, he's going to do the Fazza Blaster. I was like, <laughs> the maddest thing is, I knew exactly what he meant. You was yeah. like, is that the thing where he does the lasers out his eyes? I was like, yeah. And then <laughs> 10 minutes later, I'm like, mate, I've died to the Fazza Blaster. And I dodged the Fazza Blaster. He, <laughs> he Fazza Blasted me. Yeah, he absolutely Fazza Blasted. And I was just, I couldn't concentrate on what I was doing for laughing at all of it. The, and then he just came up with names for every attack. The mother Fazza. In the end, Harry's weird little name system totally meant how I, how I beat it because I knew the, what he was going to do. I had a name for it and I'd perfected how to get past each thing. I was just like, this is hilarious. It was brilliant. Wow. It was such, such a fun Sunday You needed the, the brain of a child to help you complete a very yeah. hard adult game. So wow. Yeah, that, that was... Uh, one of the biggest things I've done. Well done, well done. Yeah. Great. Oh, did you hear about in the news this week? A lady gave birth in our local Primark. <laughs> did really? she? Yeah. Screaming what, what down the aisles. They closed the whole shop down. I don't know what did section. They? Yeah, they had to close the whole shop. It's mad, but there was a couple of videos. I think they were like on the old TikTok or something of people <laughs> oh, filming themselves running out, but hearing crazy screams because it sounds like someone was getting murdered but no they shut the shop and paramedics came and had a little baby in there wow. I think they'll get free Man, clothes that's mad um Marnie <laughs> little, little Marnie Pry Varney so I tell you what lads a couple of weeks ago proper through shaded TikTok didn't I oh you did are you loving it now <laughs> yeah, yeah I've got like two million so no <laughs> um and on a recommend I told you it's about Vice documentary that I watched about the Redneck Festival oh yeah mm-hmm. new Vice documentary all about TikTok influencers living in TikTok houses in LA the TikTok mansions yeah I said about them oh, it's awesome man okay. loved it 
It was Ooh. so good. Is it a new one, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. Like a 30, 40 minute thing. How many people are living in these things? Like six of them at a time? Six kids? Yeah, six at a time. Yeah. And this one woman was running like four or five TikTok houses. Madness. And some and- of them are like couples houses where they're like two TikTok influencers that have got together and now they have moved into a couple's house. Whoa. Mate, they're making so much cash. I was going to say, is it the case of if they don't succeed, they get booted out of the house? Or is it just these guys are succeeding, though? They're all all doing great. Uh, A bit of that. It's pretty scary for kids, man. But it's just, it's fascinating, like, part of it how... They've cut out, like, any middleman of, like, a company, like, a marketing agency that are, like, somebody's coming up with an ad for Gucci, then that's being reviewed. Then, you know, other people in suits are having an opinion on it. Then the idea's watered down, and then you get the final advert. These kids are getting... Yeah, these kids are getting paid by Gucci. They press record and send it, and it's out in the world. They just say, hey, look at my Gucci bag, and that's it. Or it's the or if they do come up with a concept and yeah. it, they are doing something cool, it's the purest form of it because nobody, not even Gucci, yeah, no has influence on it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was interesting. It was it was fascinating to watch and like how much, like the smallest money, for essentially your product to yeah. feature in one of this TikTok houses is twenty thousand pounds. Bloody yeah! Wow. Just for it to feature, not even like be mentioned. Like I don't know, like. Yeah, just is in the background. <laughs> Somebody's wearing one. Twenty grand. Wow. It's just they know yeah. the exposure's there. Millions of people yeah. are gonna see it. And like these kids, I've got like ten million followers or higher. Yeah. And then I say, like, I don't know who any of you people are. It's it's bonkers. It's absolutely mental. That is crazy. But yeah, it, it was it was cool. I'd definitely recommend. Wow. Yeah. So that was a that was a recommend. No, yeah, I cheeky little have stealth you seen recommend. Oh, have you seen it? <laughs> I've got a couple of have your bloody seen Right then. Right. First one, I watched a movie. V for Vendetta. Oh, have yeah. Have you seen it? I have seen it. Yes, I believe I have it's, many moons ago. It's a big classic, isn't it? Supposed, you know, yeah. I'm surprised it took me so long to see it because I really enjoyed it. I thought Did you? It was, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. It was cheesy. It was Natalie Portman can't act for Toffee in it. <laughs> with a little English accent. <laughs> but I like the V guy. He yeah. was cool. And I now get the Good whole mask. anonymous having that mask and everyone rising up. And I just didn't even know what it was about. I, I, I saw an image of it. And in my head, yeah. I just thought it was set in the old days, old fashioned mm. because of the look of him. I didn't realize it was sort of a dystopian, modern sort of. Yeah. Yeah. A modern day Guy Fawkes. So. Yeah, I, I highly enjoyed it. Awesome. It was explosive in my mind. Um, another thing that I saw, or have been seeing, I'm over halfway through it, myself and Bryony, have you seen The Staircase? Yes. The documentary. Yes. The documentary or not the, the, not yes, the drama the series that's just come yes. out now. You've seen the doc, yeah? Yes. I can't believe doc, I, I haven't seen, seen this before because it's bloody good. It's flipping good, uh, so, yeah. The episode I'm just about to hit is The Verdict. So oh. it's been oh, yeah. one of the best sort of courtroom things I've seen. That His lawyer is just so good to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, this guy's brilliant. <laughs> I hope he, I have him if I ever murder anyone. <laughs> he's so good in it and he's so likable. Like, yeah, yeah, he just seems so intelligent. He's, he can talk really well. He's, yeah, it's, it's good. But I'm really enjoying the series. And uh, there's still so many more to go. So I don't know yeah. what yeah, because possibly I think can happen. When I- when I first watched it, the verdict one and whatever happened, yeah, and then they sort of came up with some out with some DLC because there yeah, was there's a couple more, more episodes, episodes that, yeah, mm. yeah, that were like so we watched those later, but yeah, we watched it all. It was really good, man. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Do you think you would watch the dramatized series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah, old Colin Firth I mean, it, playing it, it, Mike. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, then okay, yeah. As long as it's not terribly cheesy, I couldn't. Yeah. If it's like quite heavy duty, I'd be into it. That's the thing. What version of events will they go by? The truth? I don't know the full truth yet, but. The owl theory? Mm. 
it's really weird in watching it. I've uh, caught, like, Shell started to watch it the other night and I've seen the first bit of yeah. it. Oh, what, of the Colin Firth thing? Yeah. Okay. And it was really weird because you you know what's happening and, like, you know from them original scenes and the house and yeah. stuff. I don't know. It's it's one of the first ones where it's quite current. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? In the fact of, like, when I first... When I first watched the documentary to the actual film being out, like normally so much time's passed of being yeah. like, I don't know, they're doing like a... Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Pearl Harbor one. Yeah, or something. Yeah, like, yeah, this one seems so close to like mm. yeah. recent, so it's really weird in watching it. Yeah, I've not watched the full trailer, but I was wondering, and you might know if you've seen a bit, uh, do they have like documentary cameras there as well that are filming him because that is what actually happened? There was a documentary crew filming him. I don't know. I only seen the first bit where he pushes her down the stairs. <laughs> it's literally this. It starts and the son's coming home, and then there's police there okay. and the dad and stuff like that. What, so, what is the dramatization on? Where could I access? I, I don't have a clue. No idea, man. Is it? Uh, is it Netflix it's on or Sky? It might be Sky. I think because I, I, I seen it advertised on the home screen of Sky the other day. Yeah. Don't know. Maybe I'll probably watch it after. Got to finish the doc first. I bloody love a good doc. Um, so do I. I'm about yeah, it's on Sky. About to jump in to watch the Kanye documentary. Oh uh, yeah, very easy. Mm. Um, I, I saw a small snippet of a documentary when I was right. away because they had proper TV, and I'm not used to having proper telly. So I was just flicking through the channels, and maybe it was Sunday morning. A documentary called BBC Wonders of the Moon. And the section I literally just clicked onto, first of all, it was mentioning things similar to what we talked about on the pod recently to do with waves and the okay, pulling yeah. of water around. And it was talking about the moon pulling the water. It made out as if this section was kind of like a horror film. They said there's a monster for a two-hour window once a month and it's called The Bitches and Welks. It's off the okay. coast of Wales and it's only whenever there's a new moon and there's these big rocks and then some smaller rocks next to a bit. It kind of looks like dogs lying down in the water. And when the water hits it, I think it was said something like 2 million litres a second going over it. It forms a static wave. Have you heard of one of them? Yeah. Yes. And you just, it looks about two metres wide. And if you manage to get out to it, it takes about an hour to swim out to it on your little paddle canoe. Mm -hmm. You can just sit on it. And then you just sat in the middle of all the other waves going around you, crazy water ripping around, yeah. and you're just sat there riding away perfectly on one spot. The wave train. So I've been I've been watching some old movies of late. Ooh. How old? Uh, uh, within our generation. Okay. Um, and the movie that I've watched for uh, Have You Seen It? And I had seen it before, but when I was a lot younger... Um, and I just thought, I really want to watch this again. 1997. Okay. Do you want to give us a few clues, see if we can guess it? Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a couple of the cast. Russell Crowe, Guy Pearce, Kim Basinger. Hmm. Who was the first name you said? Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Uh, cru cruel Intentions. So who have we got? Crime and Persistent Order. Russell Crowe, Russell Guy Pearce. And Kim Basinger. Crime and order. Uh, you're very close with... You, you're sort of... Uh, no. Uh, <sighs> LA Confidential. LA Confidential. Confidential. What yeah. a flipping movie, man. I don't know if I've seen it. It's so flipping good. And I love it when a movie just has its own style and it's, it's, it's a style that's not been done before. It's its own thing and it just owns it and i just love like when movies come out like that what is it that's so funky about this style like it just comes in and it's just like these are the characters that you want to know about this guy's got this thing about him this guy's a bit of a weasel and i, I don't know it just it has its own sort of narrative to it and it sort of sets you everyone up and okay. then the movie goes and, and is it's it just what sort of what's the general theme guns cops it's a cop just a cop detective situation yeah. Some crooked cop, some a guy trying to be too good cop, and a woman caught in the middle of it all. And mm. It's it's just really flipping well made, man, and yeah. absolute banger of a movie. I'll definitely it's stick it on. Like, I wonder if I've seen it. I wonder. Do you know like uh, 
I don't know, like a Usual Suspects or a Fight Club or something like that. Those sort of movies that just have their really own style yeah. to it. And yeah, they're standouts. Nothing, yeah, nothing comes else out after it that looks like that or tries to imitate mm. what that movie does per yeah. se. Who made it? Who directed yeah, it, it? So it's directed by Curtis Hansen. Okay, has he done anything else? Uh, the Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Okay. Not Nothing. So this I was like. his standout film then? Yeah. Oh, Eight Mile. Oh, Eight Mile. Eight Mile. Um, but yeah, it, it's just a banger, man. Spacey's in it. I know, I know he's pretty controversial these days, but he's good in it. Everyone's good in it, man. Yeah, I remember the box being in the in the video library when I was a kid. Um, I'll check it out. But that, that's my big biggest. Have you seen it? Danny DeVito's in it. Yeah, my, oh, man. One. DD. Well, I love a bit of Danny. He, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. Oh, okay. He, he plays such a class character as well. I will get it on. Yeah, Guy Pierce has got he's so young in it as well. Yeah, really good. So gents. Yes, Rich. So Rich Bell. I think it was last week's pod. I think it was last week's pod. It could have been the pod before. I made a promise. Yeah. And I delivered on said promise. Come on, deliver it. Right, so I will start with something that I prepared earlier. Okay. And I submitted to Argos for uh, authentication and review. So Argos is really interesting. In when you review a product on there, you have to have bought it through their online service. That's how you get access and to the review. It has your review has to be vetted and verified before it appears. Ooh. So, I've sent it off for verification. Let's hope that by the time the podcast airs, it's all out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I attached a picture with the review. Oh God! Sometimes when you go to send a picture, does your phone get a bit excited and it just like tries to send it to the first person on WhatsApp? I'm always sending <laughs> just like random people pictures that they weren't meant to get. Do you want to see this? <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. She's got a bag of poles. Okay. A bag so of poles. We don't, everyone remembers LB's review that he put on Argus. I don't of need course. to like recap what happened or anything yeah. like that. I've, I particularly enjoyed LB that your name on Argos is L Beast. I hope that that <laughs> is just your login and that it wasn't for just purely leaving the review that you put on there. No, that's the login for Argos. So LB's review was entitled Look Great for 48 Hours. <laughs> so I titled my review in response to Looked Great for 48 Hours. Okay. So they know exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's what you're you know, for the to. fans. It's linked, yep. right? In El Beast's review, he notes that he recommended this wardrobe to a friend. Now imagine that I am this friend. Imagine <laughs> that I am in fact El Beast's brother. Somewhere between the hours of one to forty-eight hours, uh, sorry, one to hour forty-eight of El Beast owning the wardrobe. There was a phone call that took place between myself and El Beast, in which the sub- subject of owning a new wardrobe was brought up, and that he struck strongly recommended a cheeky little habitat fabric wardrobe from Argus. Dead easy to put up as long as you get the poles in the right place, and that could have been the end of the story, but it wasn't. Now imagine that in fact El Beef's brother joyfully convinced his wife that they should take a trip to Argus immediately to pick up one of these lovely fabric wardrobes as they were strong recommended by none other than his own brother. So off they went on their merry way to pick up the triple modular fabric wardrobe in black and grey. And as El Beef promised, it was a breeze to put up and all of the clothes were neatly packed away. Success. And that could have <laughs> and that could have been the end of the story. 
boy. I was going to say, what, what if that's all they post? They're like, yeah, we reviewed <laughs> yeah. it, and that was good. Nice one, thanks. <laughs> Somewhere between the first phone call and hour 48, I received a second call from El Beast, in which he proclaimed that not only had the wardrobe broken, but it totally collapsed with all of his clothes inside. Now imagine, here I am, with a ticking time bomb on my hands. It was now not, will the wardrobe break, but when will the wardrobe break? <laughs> For weeks and months, I would sit in bed, trying to watch and catch up on the latest television series with a constant distraction that this wardrobe is going to collapse and become a deflated grey and black fabric bag containing all of mine and my wife's clothes. (laughs) And then one fearful night it happened. A clink in the night. The first pole fell. And then, like a symphony of chinking cheap metal, they collapsed one by one. (laughs) They ended up in a black bag, their final resting place unknown, only to be presumed to be a landfill somewhere out there. I hope someone's (laughs) upcycled it into like some sort of pole spider. And that could have been the end of the story, but it was not. Bloody hell. Well, there's more. Yeah. Come on then. <laughs> I am now reading this story out on our podcast where you can find more great stories uh, from <laughs> L Beast, myself, and Van Hemmer at vhbbb.com. Yay! <laughs> if you like this story, you can find other greats such as the Tesco Shuffle and the story about our mate, mate Jamie's sort of stepdad passing off his own signature as Scary Spice. <laughs> oh man I hope they uh, verify <laughs> they've got it man they're... cheeky little adverts good yeah so well you know I might buy one just to do it as well I can verify <laughs> yeah. also that this is a great podcast <laughs> wardrobe still standing actually you know yeah, the, they're the more likely to post to the, it <laughs> the follow up to look great for 48 hours I put, I spent 48 quid on this wardrobe just to continue the joke. From the moment I put in the final pole connection, I set the timer. <laughs> We're currently on 17 days, 69 minutes. I've made, I've made like a website counting down to when this, when a webcam. Join me onto the live feed as I stream on Twitch. Yeah, VHBBB forward slash black and grey. <laughs> fabric wardrobe so yeah well yeah, done I, I 100% with all my heart hope that they verify I it hope it does because we'll screenshot it and we'll <laughs> stick it on the Instagram awesome. so outside of doing uh, this review I've been like collecting just reviews of random shit off like Amazon things yeah. like that mate and mm-hmm. is it all for products so you've been looking for or it's just random once you've come across so, so it started with a bit like i don't know a twitter argument that's kicking off a youtube video that's controversial i just can't wait to get to the comments and see what's popping up <laughs> what class gifts are going on do you know what i mean like like if anything's outlandish has said i'm straight in there yeah I it's always to, like, in the see. comments and like there's always gold i really like like on reddit like roasted there's always some like really funny in the comments that's just yeah. not abusive just creative ways of like people that ripping each other off oh, funny yeah, stuff that's the best part of the internet and old jeff bezos i'm always you know getting something delivered from him and i started started noticing like even in the comments of there like when i would actually be researching for like i really want this stuff i better just you know check what people are saying like are these shoes all right or you know, what's this um, camera lens like? I'd read through Shoes stuff. off Amazon. Well, you know, I mean, I just plucked that out of thin air. <laughs> so, and then I thought, okay, this is this is like an interesting, like, weird subculture of people just writing mental stuff on Amazon. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do some research and find, like, some of the funniest reviews I can find <laughs> for stuff on Amazon. And, like, I reckon, like, wads of them are just people having a gag but they're good. And then others must be like legit. So, and different from Argos, 
you can just write any review. Do you have to buy the product? No, no, you can just write no. a review on things. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. <laughs> so on the back of Hemo's bulk buy-in, Ooh. I'm big in to M&M's. Nom, nom. Right. What, what type? Specifically the peanut variety. Okay. Love them. Love them. Like anything peanut, I'm big into, but peanut M&M's are the one, right? <laughs> I shall read you the review for bulk buying peanut M&M's, which the review is entitled The One. Five star. Whenever I get a package of M&M's, I make it my duty to continue the strength and robustness of the candy as a species. To this end, I hold M&M jewels. Right. Taking two M&M's between my thumb and forefinger... I apply pressure, squeezing them together until one of them cracks and splinters. Ah. This is the loser. I eat the inferior one immediately, <laughs> and the winner gets to go on to the next round. <laughs> oh. I thought you were saying the winner gets a little kiss. <laughs> no, right. The, I'm, I'm only one-third through the, the story. I found that, in general, the brown and red M&Ms are tougher and the newer blue ones are genetically inferior. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait can, to try this. They cannot survive as long in the intense theatre of competition. <laughs> and <laughs> the modern sweets are not uh, built as strong as the original red and brown m and What, he's are. been playing this game for years? <laughs> yeah. Occasionally I will get a mutation, an M&M that is misshapen or pointier or flatter than the rest. Almost invariably, this proves to be a weakness, but on the rare occasion, it gives the candy extra strength, Mm. allowing it to go from round to round (laughs) in the theatre of M&M challenges. (laughs) When I reach the end of the pack, I am left with one M&M, the strongest of the herd. Since I would make no sense... Since it would make no... (laughs) <laughs> most God, I can't even read it. Since it would make most to no sense to eat this one, I I pack it neatly in an envelope and send it back to Eminem. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> With a note that says, "Please use this Eminem for breeding purposes." It was the strongest of the challenges. <sighs> this week. They wrote back to me and said thank you and sent me a free crate of M&M with, with a note saying, for the grandest tournament of them all, we look forward to seeing who wins. Wow. <laughs> How flipping good is that? That is cool. I just want to do it so bad now with all sweets. I'll be doing it with my Maltesers and everything. <laughs> It'd be good doing it with like chocolate raisins because they proper squish into each other. <laughs> In search of the one. <laughs> Every bag of sweets now gets <laughs> jeweled. <laughs> Brilliant. I just love that you start with two and it goes on to the next round to see if, how far through the challenge you can make it. It's something I just would never think to do. I don't want to smash my sweets against each other. I've always just wanted to put one in my mouth and hope that it's intact. You don't even want a broken one. But yeah, do you know that what, good. I think I've done it like once, just pressed two together, but I've never thought about making it into the yeah. challenge with Search of the One. So the next review is for some plastic little Vuvuzelas, you know, like Vuvuzela. the little... <laughs> All right, okay. So this is for a pack of 70 Vuvuzelas. 70. Right, and it, the, the review title, five stars, they're crap, but it's quantity over quality. <laughs> what? Right, which is really difficult to say. So it says they're crap, but it's quantity over quality. I passed them out recently at a pro- protest against the, the local Baptist church who were <laughs> t- to drown them out. Not not loud on their own, but when you've got 70 angry gays all kazooing unison, they're absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I remember from when they were in all them football matches. What year was that? 
was it where was it was it in south africa uh, or uh south america won it i think was it and it yeah. just sounded like a killer bees an entire stadium full of bees yeah. how <laughs> much were the got... 70 vuvuzelas by the way do you know? uh, <laughs> they were like three quid wow and i think the, the church were doing some sort of protest about like i don't know like gay marriage or whatever <laughs> oh, <laughs> bloody hell. Right, okay. so the next one is for a 10 foot beach ball right and the that's quite big is yeah well the Amazon review is a huge beach ball with a man stood next to him <laughs> it's not gonna say my cheeks bloody hurt blowing it up right no, it's got a one star review oh. right and it says what I thought would be the be- the best weekend ever turned into the worst disaster of my life <laughs> <sighs> It's not good having quantity over quality <laughs> in this case. We took this ball to the beach and after close to two hours to blow it up, we pushed it around with glee for about ten fun-filled minutes. Then there was a gust of wind that picked it up, heard lit down the beach at about 40 miles an hour. It destroyed everything in its path. Children screamed in terror as the giant inflatable monster crushed their sandcastles. Grown men were knocked to their knees as they tried to save their families from the tenfold oh god! The faster we chased it, the faster it rolled. It was like it was fucking mocking us. <laughs> it said eventually we... No, it says eventually we had to stop running because the path of injury and destruction it was causing was going to cause us a fortune in legal fees. Oh, my God, yeah. And then it just says, rumour has it, it can still be seen stalking innocent families (laughs) on the beach. I'd stop chasing it. Did did anyone see where it came from? I was just trying to stop it. It it says the only reason I've given it one stare is because there was something to be said about its durability. It, it didn't pop. It did no, not it pop. It just kept going. It might have popped some other ones on its way past, smashing into a little kid's ball. Ten foot, did you say? Ten foot, yeah. It's, it's Bloody massive, hell. like... Imagine that. Two hours to pump up as well. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> so this is a, a recent... Uh, contender and one of my mates who lives in Dubai has been after buying a new TV and on WhatsApp he was saying to me oh Abby what is your new TV what's your TV that you got because I always recommend the LG like if anyone's getting a new OLED yeah I'm like right LB convinced you got LG in it no I've got OLED yet right so I was like okay I, I know my model isn't in stock anymore but I'll just find out for you like what is the latest version of like the same brand of one that I've yeah, got. Yeah. Right, five stars. What wedding? <laughs> it's a title. What wedding? What wedding? Wow. Okay. I was going to fund, and it's a short review. It just said I was going to fund my daughter's wedding in Hawaii, but I figured this LG OLED would last much longer. Five oh. stars. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Do you agree? It's pretty pretty good telly. There's one found on the uh, Wolf of Wall Street. What, the DVD? Yeah. Uh, It was at Amazon uh, Prime. Mm -hmm. One star. This is not a nature documentary. (laughs) The Wolf. I figured by the title it would be a documentary about how urbanisation is affecting wildlife, but it's not. It's about some scumbag with a bunch of drugs and has a boat. <laughs> has a boat. <laughs> One of the main factors of the movie. <laughs> um, yeah. And then my final one is a classic that I think Higgins had one, uh, Chilvers had one. Many of our friends have had them over the time. And this is the rubber horse head. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stick it on your head. You look like a horse that can't move your face. One of my favourite memories from, I think it was a Leeds festival, was Higgins was walking round in it. And you know those (laughs) troughs that you can fill your water bottle? (laughs) He just 
put his head in it and splash it around pretending he was drinking. <laughs> so what's class about this review is it you, on Amazon, it's got loads of photos, right? And this bloke has put, my transformation is now complete, five stars. It is day 87 and the horses have accepted me as one of their own. I've grown to understand and respect their gentle ways. Now I'm questioning everything I thought I once knew, and I fear I'm no longer capable of following through with my primary objective. I know that those who sent me will not relent. What? They will stand. They will send others in my place, but we will be ready. <laughs> Spoken oh, of him. But <laughs> what's class is, right, on, the, on Amazon... There's just pictures of him, like, reading kids' stories to his kids with him with the horse set on and, like, him at work with the horse set on. And then no, just, no, like, no, no, no. him still in the field with loads of horses with the horse set on. He's really just, made the most of it then. I just love the dedication to it. So, yeah, that is... Mate, I'm just saying, like, especially, you know, on Argos bedding... I, I think reviews could be the new comments, mate, and I just love it. Anything now I go to buy, I'm straight down there looking for more. I've got a little one. It's not necessarily funny, but it's just a situation that happened with review comments. Do it. Remember I said I'd bought all those Whisper Gold hazelnuts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've still got yeah. some if you want some, by the way. I found <laughs> the review that I left for them, and I wasn't okay. trying to be funny or anything. It was just you know straight. I said, I just finished my first hazelnut whisper, it was a struggle to finish the whole bar. I should have tried before I bide. What am I going to do with the other 47? And then someone commented back to me saying, it's odd that people hate these so much. They are my favorite. So I cautiously bought five and I love them. So I went back and bought another box. Personally, I'm tempted to get another box whilst I can. So I message saying their username was Jay Weaver. Do you recognize that name from anything? To me, I thought of Jackie Weaver. All right, from, okay, Jack. Do you remember Hansford Parish Council yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I basically me a message just saying, I'll do you a cracking deal if you want <laughs> on these. She messaged back saying, I'm listening. I said, I'll, <laughs> I'll, do, you, I'll do you 33 for six quid. <laughs> right. And I said, I'll gladly take them, but unless you're local, postage would cost too much. So I was just like, oh, yeah, damn. I said, judging by your name, you live within Hanford Parish Council, yes? <laughs> uh, they messaged back, I suspect there is more than one Jay Weaver in the world. My name is not Jackie. It's not even my sex. <laughs> so there we go. I said it was worth a shot. I did manage to sell my remaining 33 bars to a co-worker for a fiver. Now that's a great deal. Cheers, Jackie. <laughs> Bit of interaction. I thought it was Jackie Weaver, but no. <laughs> Jackie loves the whispers. I was just thinking, just going back to that beach ball, what would you do in that situation? Like, the Wait, second if it was yours you or if you were in the path of it? No, if you, if you blew it up and it just and went. And it blew away. And you I mean, were just watching it destroy. Do you know what? It depends how close they did get to it because I would be trying to pop it at some sort of spear. You know? <laughs> or, or if, you, if you see a pit fisherman nearby, say, quick, cast towards that and the little hook yeah. will hook into it and pop it. Uh, if that, if there was a fisherman around, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if you could admit that it's yours. They do a good job. They don't have CCTV on the beach. <laughs> yeah, I would just be digging it all in the sand. Uh, I suppose you just yeah laugh it off. Hope no one was actually too badly injured. Someone might have had a, their pack lunch ruined, or you just got fingers crossed that someone's having a barbecue on the beach and it lands yeah. on that, explodes all their sausages in their face. Uh, uh, with the old little bulk by there, as I was mentioning. Yeah. Even though we're way past my favourite chocolate-related holiday of Easter. I had three arrive today in the post that I bought a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they were, you know, even cheaper. These were quid eggs, big ones, sound. Arrived today, lovely. Last week, or just before I went on holiday, I forgot to say, my boss turned up to work with a load of Easter eggs saying, there you go, they were going for 50p down the road. And I was like, bloody hell, really? Jumped straight on my scooter, went down there with my giant camping backpack and bought 14. So I'm definitely going to be in with the eggs for a long, long time still. Ooh. I love my eggs. I've still got wads, man. Yeah? Not as many as me. 
that I'll be enjoying them for a long, long time. I might even eat one on top of a mountain this weekend. More on that next week. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute dust in a spice at the end of the Teaser. (laughs) Right. That's about it from us, I think, this week, boys. Yep. Lovely chubbly. Podcast ends here. You can all wait till next time. Our website is vhbbb.com and you can email us at nowthen at vhbbb.com. Thank you. And see you later. Goodbye. Bye.